Open up your ears and open up your mind They'll reach into your throat and pull out your spine And when the sun blows up and the earth is gone They'll still experience grind with Kyle and Sean I was gonna say, so yeah, Shawnee Buying games on Steam when you don't have to I imagine has to be double the struggle Now that you have a portable PC Yeah, dude, it fucking sucks, especially when like half the games that I want to play, I already own on PlayStation 4, PS5, right? So it's like Elden Ring. Elden Ring's on my wish list for Steam because that's something I would play the shit out of again because I want to platinum that again. I don't want to play that again on PS5 because I already have all the trophies. What? Like I already 100% of the game. What else do I have to do in that? Nothing. I'm not working towards anything. So if I get that on Steam... Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. I I was just going to say my buddy Nathan suffered from the same thing. And he would just make a new PSN account. And he would re-platinum Bloodborne. I think he platinum that game five different times. That's bonkers it's, to me. It's silly, right? W- which makes no sense because I'm sitting here saying that I will buy it again <laughs> and play it on my Steam account. But I won't create another account because what's it matter? Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, if I just make another PlayStation account, to me, that means nothing. Yep. Cause exactly. like, I have no equity in that account. I want to get that platinum on an account that I've had for a long ass time, you know? Otherwise, it's just a throwaway. It's just playing it for fun. And who the fuck plays a game for fun? And, right. And so, <laughs> I'm going and so Elden Ring hasn't gone on sale, but you know what just went on sale besides God of War? Final Fantasy Integrate, <laughs> which is also oh, on my shit. wish list, which I definitely don't need because I already have the fucking $300 goddamn PS4 Platinum Edition. But you know what I want to do? Oh. Yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Came with Cloud and the goddamn motorcycle. Yeah. But now... Yeah. I have a goddamn Steam Deck, and I want to play that game in bed. Because that's exactly the kind of game that I'd play in bed instead of sitting on my couch, not listening to a YouTube video, playing that game in silence. I hate it. It's awful. My main, my mind is a fucked up place, Kyle. I get it. It's because, dude, on this most recent playthrough where, like, all right, I'm a self-professed lover of the grind. I love the actual act of grinding the name of the fucking show is Experience Grind. Yeah. It's it's a pastime. God damn, it is a grind at Endgame and that motherfucker, dude. In and, uh, the new FF7? Uh, yeah, in Intergrade. Oh, fuck. So, I, I, it's just, it's a lot of, uh, I don't know, it, it's also, it's a little more difficult because you have to like, kind of focus on combat especially because i'm doing the hard mode playthrough now so okay and so hard mode makes you you can't use items at all okay and you can't so therefore you can't restore mp so like each chapter you have a set amount like you you have like that amount of mp you have to finish each chapter with and some of them are fucking hard dude can't you just uh spam the benches Benches don't restore it, bro. Wait, what? Benches don't restore just MP, or does it not restore health either? I don't think it does either. I don't think that they... The fuck? You can't go do an in? What the bullshit is this game? Fuck this game. Uninstall. 
you gotta manage it's like a a resource management like a survival horror almost because yeah like there's been a couple times like i've gotten to the final boss of the chat like the the uh all right the the big first challenge is cornero's mansion where you do the the battle tournament yeah dude hell house on hard mode after you've gotten all the way there and can't use impeat do it's so hard i did that fight like four times that's fucking crazy Mm. that's like uh all y'all folks missing out on final fantasy tactics just played this new game on hard (laughs) yo right (laughs) that's crazy yeah and i say all that and like talk all that shit about sitting down and playing a game you know what i've been playing i've been playing well not vampire survivors dude i'm like i have so many hours in that game that i'm now at the (laughs) point where i'll just like lay in bed and like if i want to get a quick run in i will but i'm so I'm at the point in that game where I'm just so good at that game that there's no quick sessions. You're committed to like sure. at least a half an hour. And now at this point, it's just kind of a grind. But that's okay. Like, I'm still not upset with it. I just am having a hard time finding myself wanting to commit 30 minutes to that game. Mm-hmm. You know? <clears throat> but I've been playing, get this, y'all are gonna laugh. Disney Dreamlight Valley. I know I know people probably have no idea about this. And also, I didn't either until like last weekend. It's a game that's still technically an early release or early whatever on Steam. Early access. Early access on Steam. But it's on like all of the systems. So Apparently, they're still working through stuff, but you can play it on anything, but it's just classified as early access on Steam. But it's basically Animal Crossing, but with Disney characters. Really? (laughs) Yeah. What's the name of it? Disney Dreamlight Valley. It's like... Now the name sounds like an Animal Crossing ripoff. Dude, it is so good. And it's got so many like quality of life improvements over Animal Crossing. Like you can put stuff in your storage and then go cook and it just takes the ingredients from your storage instead of using your Beautiful. inventory. Dude, it's so fucking nice. And it it's really good. It's super it's just a life sim, but like you never run out of shit cuz you can always go mine stuff or fish or like I spent like 3 hours just setting up crops it's basically like if stardew valley and animal crossing had a baby and then disney jacked off all over it yeah and disney just covered it in a load (laughs) and so they're like constantly coming out with like new realms for you to recruit characters i think uh toy stories the next world which i'm super hype about but i've got like wally and moana and maui or whatever the hell his name is and goofy and all sorts of fuckers. Ratatouille are all in my village right now. Damn. Sick. They all live there and you just like hang out with them, huh? Yeah, and I'm like doing quests for them and stuff. So it's more like quest heavy. but I Which I like. I mean, it's not hard quests. It's just stupid little grindy quests. But it's, yeah, that game is great. And dude, my Disney prince, I don't know if that's what it's actually called, but I'm calling myself a Disney prince, looks exactly like me and I'm here for it. Nice. So it's, yeah. it's even more customizable. Hell yeah. Nice. You, know, you know what I really appreciate about some games is the accessibility and the uh, the features for folks that may not um, 
really get representation in a lot of games. It's so like in this game, you don't even like choose a gender. You just choose body type and type. Right. And it's mm -hmm. also got, I don't know what the conditions called or even if it is a condition, <clears throat> I'm not sure, but you know, have you ever seen like folks like their skins, their skin will just have like the splotches completely white blotches all over. Mm -hmm. Like you can put, make your character that in this game, oh. which is really cool. Like I saw that and I was like, Bonus points for whoever made this game. I think it's Gameloft. Bonus points for you guys for giving representation to to players that may not get that. I really appreciate that about games now. I also agree with you 100% actually. Like, who fucking cares, dude? <laughs> hmm. So yeah, dude, I got a back room in my house, two side rooms. I'm working on getting a basement. Yeah, it's pretty sick. <laughs> You're balling out, dog, in Disney World. Roy Disney, stoked yeah, for you. Yeah, Walt Disney, even more. <laughs> you know, I would, uh, I hope that Kingdom Hearts characters don't show up. I don't think they will. It really doesn't feel like that kind of thing. Sean, Honestly, I hate I hate that third game. <laughs> yeah, You really do, dude. I do, dude. I really fucking do. No. Uh, okay. If you were to name... Let's play a little thing. Let's let's give each other the thing that we hate most about that game. Because I okay. have a really big one. What do you hate most about Kingdom Hearts 3? Uh, essentially the battle system and more specifically the over-reliance on the theme park rides to do any damage to almost anything. At least that was what I discovered very early on in the game. Like, dude... You had to do that thing on normal enemies. I had to ride that fucking roller coaster so many times in that toy shop. And that just, it killed it for me, man. Like, the, the thing I love about Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 is, like, you can do most of the game with, like, Battle the Keyblade. Like, you yeah. can learn, like, kind of how to dodge and enemy attacks. And that's what I like. And Parry this third and... one was... Uh, and that, the game is 90% battle system. Like, that's what you're doing is fighting. And when it's not enjoyable to do, I'm not going to do it. So Nobody plays that game for the fucking story. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> if one person. Okay. Anybody listening here, if you can, without Googling a single thing, tell me what the fuck is happening through that entire series. I'm very impressed. And also, yeah. even if you could tell me, I'm still going to say that you Googled it because it's fucking impossible. Yeah. Kyle, you want to know, know what like, I hate most about that game? Part. Yeah, please do. Exactly what you just said. Okay, good. Yeah, Pr it's pretty a big much, problem, isn't it? Though I do disagree. I don't think it... Okay, so I don't think it relies on the theme park rides because you can just... The game's too easy. You can beat the shit out of characters just using regular attacks, but it constantly spams in your face... Use this theme park ride. Use this theme park ride to the point where I refused to do it. But it was just shining there in the corner, non-fucking-stop. Because all it took was like three hits with a combo. And it's like, finish it off with some bumper carts. It's like, this is dumb as fuck. The game was yeah. too easy, and I stopped caring instantaneously. I got it to was, like Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean level. I'm like, fuck this game. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dude, I was out after Toy Story. I've not seen any part of that game after the Toy Story level. I was so I, fucking over it. I don't even know how early in the game Toy Story was, but if I had the option to go there, I would have went there first. I, I love well, Toy Story. That's where I went first. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like I'm saying, dude, I didn't... Dude, it doesn't get any harder. 
<laughs> it's just awful, dude. Yeah, the dude, the fucking theme park rides were the worst part of that game. There, there was no goddamn reason for those to be in the game, and it breaks the illusion of the game, man. At least so, yeah. the other games, like the attacks that you're doing, made some semblance of sense to what was going on in the game. What the right, fuck yeah. was the point in a theme park ride Where showing is it up coming in from? This? Like, like, I get the summons like as a Disney character. Which is cool, and you had to find that character to get their summon, you know? It's like, you became friends with them. You could summon them in. At least that was my headcanon. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm remembering it wrong. But I didn't become friends with a Ferris wheel. <laughs> when the fuck did I become friends with, like, one of those rides where you just go and pew, 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 like your fucking Buzz Lightyear? Never. <sighs> that was another one. God, it's so bad, dude. Why did I hate that, that ride at Disneyland. Uh, that ride sucks. Actually, no, it doesn't. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I take it back. I'm sure it, uh, I like those types. I don't think I've played the Buzz Lightyear one because I haven't been to Disney forever, but I've played other amusement park rides versions of it, you know? Yeah. You know what I hate that's happening with theme parks now? Kyle? Sorry, this me. is this is seriously not a hate fest. No, like, honestly, I'm probably day. just getting all this hate out of my out of my system now because of how much I love the movie that we're going to talk about. So I've got to balance it, find the find the balance in the force. But, dude, every time you go to a theme park, you know what every ride is now? There's no new roller coasters. Every goddamn ride is like one of those. You sit down on a cart and then you're just surrounded by a movie screen. It's a virtual or an augmented yeah. reality or whatever the hell it's called ride. And it's bullshit. It's mm-hmm. fucking bullshit. They call those, I believe, dark rides. Um, yeah. Well, they can take I, a dirt nap and fucking. There's some, some that I there. I used to like when they first came out. There was at Kings Island. They had a uh, like a seat simulator from a scene of uh, Days of Thunder with Tom Cruise, the NASCAR movie. Yeah, dude, sign me the that, fuck up. That kicked ass because it was like the seats moved in like the way that the cars did. That one was tight. (laughs) There was a sweet one that was like Jurassic Park themed, I think, at Six Flags Kentucky Kingdom. And that one was also kind of fun. But uh, eventually, like once you've ridden one, dude, you've ridden them all. Exactly. You basically are just changing out what movie's playing. mm -hmm. So like, like, I went to Universal and you go and ride the Spider-Man one. And then next sure. thing you know, you're riding like a Transformers one and then uh, the mummy. And it's like half of them, it feels like were made 20 years ago. And then even <laughs> the newer ones, like the Transformer, I guess that one's not even new. But like even the, the Harry Potter one's pretty good because that's actually kind of like a roller coaster. But I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. Do all of them do that extra weird like 4D shit where they have like fans that blow on you or water or like synths? Oh, I'm I'm su- I'm a sucker for that. <laughs> well, sure, but the thing like with it is is like, dude, why not build all this shit outside? What the fuck? Well, right? <laughs> Did I ever tell you about how I went to the movie theaters to see Twister? Was that Bill Paxton or Bill Pullman? It's Bill Paxton, I think, right? I believe it is Paxton. So I went to see that movie. I think it was like 96 that that came out. Went to see the movie actually right down the street from where I live right now. Same street, like five blocks down. But it was this old shitty theater that was like falling apart. And surprisingly, it still stayed in business for like another 10 years after this story. But we went to see Twister. 
I remember this was the exa- this was the same time Hunchback of Notre Dame was out, and also Phenomenon. Remember that movie, John Travolta? I've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, anyways, dude, this place was so drafty and so leaky that we were like getting dripped on from the rain outside, and there's a draft coming through. That watching Twister felt like it was a fucking 4D experience. It, dude, it was wild. <laughs> that sounds horrible. Dude, it was awesome. Also, double. So, when I was a kid, man, uh, for real, Twister is like one of the scariest movies in my life. Cause Probably I, where I, you were, right? Where I lived, yes. And because of that, like, as a kid, dude, I, was, I had like a phobia of tornadoes. I was terrified of them. Like, every time it stormed bad, I... I'd like fucking have panic attacks. I'd get flipped out because I was afraid a tornado was going to come. So like I hated the movie Twister, but my mom loved it. And uh, she'd put it on all the time and I'd leave the room. I don't even think that's a weird me out of the room. That's not even a (laughs) I love it when you make these realizations. Maybe Uh, uh, that's not even like a weird phobia or anything, man. Like I still know people who are terrified of storms when they come around like me. I'm still terrified of black holes. Like, what the fuck kind of fear is that? <laughs> I like it, though. I mean, that one, I don't, I can't say 99% or 100%, but like I'm 99.9% That's not sure happening. you will never, ever no. encounter a black hole, Shawnee boy. But they are fucking weird, terrifying, and confusing. And the base of all human fears is the fear of the unknown. And nobody knows what the fuck is really happening with a black hole. You remember a couple years ago with the Large Hedron Collider and they're talking uh-huh. about like the atom split in a certain way that could open a black hole? Dude, that was a fucking nightmare of a time for me, man. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's awful. Man, that's when I discovered anxiety. <laughs> yeah, the, the Large Hadron Collider gave you anxiety, huh? <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, I mean, we all get there. I know people that were flipping out about the Mayan calendar. Oh, yeah, dude, every 20 years or so, right? It was December. That was 2012? Like, yeah, it's 2012? 2012. December something, 2012. Maybe 12th, something like that. I, I think know. December 12, 12, 12, 12. Yeah, that was. Uh, and then, yeah, like, remember- the 13th came around and, like, oh, they read the calendar wrong. It's the 14th. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, we'll be back next year. We were off by one. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are gonna survive one more year. Let's go. No, it's gonna be two weeks. Trust me. In two weeks, that's when. Yeah. That's now. Now I sound like a QAnon weirdo. Yo, it's like, oh man, they're actually reading the calendar like Europeans do. The twelve actually meant the t- the twelve in the month, not not the day. <laughs> how about someone's like you fucking like, idiot? It's the same thing. How about our months are all fucked up now because of dummies what <laughs> what i talking like, about the people that write like 212 no like, i'm talking about like we used to have like a certain set amount of months that were all named after like Embers? august is named after augustus yeah no. uh june for I juno know. i guess i i don't know enough to be speaking on this subject but i'm gonna keep doing it so ah, bear yeah, with I mean, me. July was Helios. It's they're named after gods, like most. That's of them. what it is. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but then they like threw in some extra ones. <clears throat> yeah, and it probably. fucked it all up because there are. Uh, weren't they supposed to be like 
the numbers were what's correspond like wasn't October the eighth month? Uh, so, I have no idea. I think I know, Jesus man. was created and do <laughs> <laughs> everything for a whirl. <laughs> man, dude, you like almost every, just spit took. <laughs> every other problem in my life, I can trace it back to when Jesus was born. <laughs> <laughs> I like our choices of words because I was going to say born, but I chose created. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, no offense to anybody. Well, that's that's the you you were Catholic. That's the difference. Oh, no, I was just saying he was fake. I know. It was a joke. All right. Well, we're moving that. <laughs> hey, religion, guys. <laughs> it's always funny. <laughs> oh, shit. Good stuff. What kind Good of tea you drinking there, Shawnee? Yo. So I'm drinking a lot of things over here. I I have a drink fixation. I don't know why. These are currently the items that I'm drinking. So in my left hand, <clears throat> blackberry bubbly. I enjoy good bubblies. They they give those to us at work for free. Oh, nice. They're, they're very good. They're very flavorful. This uh-huh. hand, I'm celebrating... Uh, uh, stone timber, uh, or a high five. Yeah. A little bit of a high five. That is for those who do not know a, an infused seltzer, if you will. And then in my final hand, uh, to combat the calming effects of the seltzer, I have a hot chai <laughs> caffeinated cause it's eight o'clock at night. And then oh, right man. here I have my melatonin for in about 20 for, minutes when you're ready to, to zonk off. <laughs> yeah. Man. That's what like so what time do you go to bed normally? Um I like to be in bed by like 9:30 or 10. Okay, that's av- what time do you get up? 6. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't go to bed at 9:30 or 10. Sure. I'll lay there for like an hour, hour and a half. Mm-hmm. But I like to if I'm not asleep by midnight, ooh. I already know that I'm going to be hating life. I see. Um, I try to fall on a work night. Let me say this. I try to, f- I try to be in bed by ten thirty, and then I usually fall asleep by between ten thirty and midnight. Usually, sometime past eleven though, and then I get up at four thirty. Yeah. So, woof. It's so what not do you good do for me? What's your schedule like on days that uh, that you're not working? Because even. Oh. Even when I'm not working, I still keep to pretty much the same schedule unless wrestling's on. So I usually average like four to five hours of sleep at night, which is terrible for a human being. On <laughs> on the nights that you don't work the next day? Yeah, uh, because on those nights, uh, I'll usually stay up till like one, two in the morning gaming. Fuck. And then, you know, Mandy gets up to go to work at like seven, so... I get like five, six, four hours in there. And then uh, when she gets up, you know, that pretty much that's going to get me up. Because, uh, you know, I'm going to get up and take care of the dogs while she gets ready. And then, you know, I'm making coffee. And by that time, I'm fucking up. And I'm like, well, I could go back to sleep for a couple hours and be weird on the couch. Or I could play video games or head to the driving range. And so I usually yeah. do one of those things. Heck yeah, man. I'm so excited for you to still have the driving range, and I'm equally as excited for snow in like two months. It's coming, buddy. It's coming. I've already had three snowboarding conversations in the last week. Yeah. The beautiful thing about both of our locations is that uh, we can, well, 
you get stopped on yours a lot more. I can continue to do the thing I enjoy into the winter months, though. Yeah. But you do get winter earlier because you're way up there. Uh, I mean, not really, dude. We're we're not that crazy different. Uh, we haven't had like a really good winter in years. Though what I'm hearing is this winter is supposed to be fucking freezing and we're supposed to get dumped on. And I'm yeah. super here for that. Like, I know a- if anybody's listening that's from the Northeast, they probably want to punch me straight in the goddamn throat. <laughs> but, dude, I do not mind snow. I do yeah. not mind shoveling. I do not mind walking through snow. I love snow. I never mind it. I always love snow, man. You know what I don't like? Snowman. Like The cold? J- no. Oh, I fucking love cold, man. I take cold over hot all day. Uh, I don't like how dark it is. Yeah, I enjoy like four o'clock sunsets for like a month and a half, two months. I love it because it's just like it's cozy. You settle in and it's like it feels Christmassy, you know. But once you hit like February, March and it's still like 430, the sun's down. It's like, all right, I'm done with this. Like, get me some vitamin D and some happiness. This sucks. That shit sucks because, again, uh, my work shift, dude, like. I don't see the sun on those days because I get to work at, you know, 6 a.m. before the sun even thinks about going up. And then it sets at like five. That sucks, man. That's got to be the absolute worst. Yeah. You know, we get through it, Shawnee. You with snowboarding, me with golf when it's warm. Hell yeah. The the snowboarding, uh, that's actually up in the mountains, isn't it? Uh, What do you mean? Well, I mean, I'm surrounded by mountains. So. I know. That's what I'm saying. So, like, you go up a mountain when you go snowboarding, right? Uh, no. I mean, from where I'm sitting to the mountain that I usually board at is, like, a five-minute drive, six-minute drive. Really? I'm not, like, God driving damn. into the mountains. I'm just driving to the base <laughs> of the mountain, and you just take a chairlift up. Do they blow snow there is what I was going to ask? Yeah, they blow snow. I mean, they if... Yeah. if I mean, all the places have uh, the ability to make snow, mm-hmm. but and they've had to use it quite a bit over the last couple of years just because of how bad the snowfalls have been. Mm-hmm. But that's another reason why I'm excited to just if we are going to get dumped on, that's awesome, because that just means we're going to have great conditions all year instead instead of like by the tail end of last year where it's like you have a uh, really shitty conditions or sleet or just straight ice because it got warm and then froze everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm hyped for that. That's what I remember about the snowboarding skiing place in my hometown, because it was basically just a bunch of hills and they would blow snow there all the time too. But the thing with that shit, like you said, it basically just refreezes into hard packed ice and it's the worst thing to snowboard on. It's awful, dude. It's so bad, especially if you've got like a good solid inch of just really hard and then they've been blowing snow. So everything looks good. Cause it's got like a light dusting, but you'll be going down and go to make like an edge and just, <laughs> That's what I'm yeah, saying. Like, yeah, I always catch an edge real bad on that hard pack shit. Yeah. When it's you like, think you're coming to a nice stop. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 But until then, we got wrestling shows. I've got other stuff. Dude, it's it's just life is good. Life is good. It is, isn't it, buddy? You know what? 
life would life's always been good to us. This is weird. We watched a movie called Beer Fest, and neither of us drink beer anymore. <laughs> I no. just realized that. Dude, I was just thinking about that. Honestly. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Huh. How weird is that? Like this this movie used to be like this this was like one of the biggest movies for me and like my friends when I was younger, man. Like mm-hmm. back when we were partying a lot, like this was like I don't know, like party anthem doesn't make any sense because it's not a song, but if there's like yeah. a movie where we were like, fuck yeah. Beer Fest, that movie's the best. Like, this was it, man. <laughs> Similar, we used to do the same with Super Troopers and getting high. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I never I never did that for Super Troopers, so this, because I was a little young. I was like 13, 14 when that movie came mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. But, like, this movie came out at just the perfect time. Well, I think this was 2005? I think this was 2006. Okay. Either or. I've been yeah, out of high school a few years. Okay. This was uh, after Club Dread, right? Club Dread was the second movie. Was it? I think so. I, I honestly truly have no idea. I don't really know the whole timeline or the chronology of that. I think Slam and Salmon's got to be back there. Slam and Salmon is after this for sure. I know that because Slam and Salmon was, I'm going to bet you Slam and Salmon was 08. Okay. And Slam I think and Club, Salmon. let me. Let me guess Club Dread, too. Club Dread, I'm going to say, was 2003. Okay. You are off by a year on both. Club Dread was 2004. And Slam and Salmon was 2009. Damn it. You were short a year for both movies. I almost said 2004 as well. I was like 2003. I should have stuck with it. Wow, yeah. So this was the third movie that the Broken Lizard Squad did. Mm-hmm. It was definitely the second one that I had seen. I somehow I didn't see Club Dread until years later. Like years. Like probably the mid 2010s, early tw- early 2010s when I was like just getting back into Broken Lizard. I'm like I got to watch all this stuff. Yeah. And that's it's- when I watched that and Slam and Salmon, I think. It's funny to me because watching Beer Fest this time, I picked up on something like uh, they definitely. So I don't think it's a shock to say that Club Dread massively underperformed, especially compared to Super Troopers. Oh, absolutely. Even as much as I think we talked about like that Club Dread's not that bad. It's not a good movie. No, but it's. I think they had a big budget for that movie. I don't know where it went. Because of Super Troopers. And I, so knowing that, knowing how badly it flopped, now watching Beer Fest, I picked up so many like cheap budget making things in this movie, which I really enjoyed. Um, are you talking, are you referencing at all like the cameos of the Broken Lizard Squad dressed up as different characters? Like in the background? No, uh, not that one. Although, th- were there more than Rabbit? Oh yeah, there's a couple of times where really, like, uh, yeah, like when they're stumbling around drunk and yeah. they're passing a lot of like a lot of folks, and it's just like quick cuts of them and like yeah. a creepy guy like gesturing them in. Like that's each one of them dressed up as different characters. Is Farva the one that's? Is he the lady shoving the foot yes. in the meat? Gr- really? Yeah. Oh, 
<laughs> I literally, I had no fucking idea till right now, dude. But it's I only the picked stupid that up shit like that because the lady was fat, and I was like, <laughs> okay, that explains why the that's that's weird that they put those in there because they serve no purpose. But no, except for to probably pop themselves. That's not what I was referencing. The first one that I noticed was uh, when the tent falls down. It's a model. It's a scale model because it was way cheaper to do that than to like <laughs> bring down a giant tent. What? Yeah, that's go hilarious. Back. And they use that same model again later. Uh, they have like it's a fake Ferris wheel too. They cut back to it. It's hilarious. That's crazy. So I don't I think that. I ever once noticed that. And then I also noticed uh, the audience for Beer Fest doesn't exist. <laughs> what do you mean? Like when they're all running into the arena, there is okay. nobody sitting in the stands. You would think it would be packed with fans, but they like they shine bright lights and shit at the camera to like kind of wash it out to hide. There's nobody there. Because I think a lot of times, like, it's just the other competitors that fill in the background. There's another scene where, like, they show all the people standing there. And then, like, the extras they have as the audience members, there's, like, ten of them. Dude, and I, think- I okay. So I never even thought about that. Because in my head, Beer Fest is, has always been a secret competition. And in my head, I was like, of course there'd be no audience. It's a secret competition. <laughs> So I have never once thought about that because I had created a rationale in my head. It makes sense, but they, the audience does exist and they have them in some scenes. And then in other scenes, they just don't exist because they didn't have all the extras for that day. And like oh. a big one is when like they're all running out to like their, their colors, like the Canadians come out, the Swedes, the Americans. Mm-hmm. And there's like the dude banging the drum. But then like he's the only guy there. <laughs> that's insane yeah it's just small little things that you can see that they uh yeah uh i think they just filmed in like i'm pretty sure toronto okay which yeah, I is can, uh, uh, done a lot i can imagine there's not a lot of sets in this no like a lot of it's just so contained to just being inside yep you know you've th- got yeah, it's all stuff you could have just done on a soundstage. So yeah, they're so they're behind the scenes at the restaurant, and then where they're at the training facility, and then they're at uh, somebody's house. Where and then beer fest. The college is just like, kids. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the college kids. That was a great scene. Yeah, dude, the strikeout. Remember? That. Yeah. Remember trying your first strikeout? Is that the one where he uh, does the he- the hit and then chugs? Chugs a beer and then takes a shot before exhaling. So we used to do a a different, like a similar thing uh, okay. that I grew up with called uh, a red-eyed snake bite. Which, I've heard of this. Yeah, so similar, you'd, you'd take a big hit and then you'd hold it and then you'd do the full snake bite where like you lick the salt, take the shot, and then bite the lime, and then you would exhale the smoke out your nose. Okay. It's, it's the red-eyed snake bite because you have that. I think this one will be much harder because chugging the much beer... Yeah, is so you've done this before. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, Dude, that was like when we had a party; like everybody had to do strikeouts. Damn. Yeah, I know that. If you for, had all this stuff for this movie, uh, for that scene, 
that's the only part that they did for real. So yeah. you, that was real beer, real whiskey, real weed. Yep. And I think they only did like four or five takes before like that. That's it. That's all they could get because, you know, <laughs> yeah. be, he's too fucked up after that. Yeah. That is the one fact that I really did know about this. Is yeah. That, 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 yeah. That that was because I remember hearing that and being like, that's badass. You know, when you first <laughs> heard it when I was young, I was like, that's badass. Like, sweet they fucking did that for real yeah wow that's so awesome <laughs> young and stupid man i know well, i was, I was fucking 19 that when way? this movie came out why were we that way sean i would that so that would have made me was i old enough to drink beer when this movie came out maybe i had to have been if it was yeah, 2022 yeah. right damn go me i wonder if i got <laughs> hammered and watched this <laughs> <laughs> you probably did if you can't remember. That's the beauty of this movie. I browned out. They do. They get hammered a whole fucking lot. I love it when they first start the training and they don't even finish the keg and they're miserable. Yeah. They've only gotten through. They didn't even get through half of it in like yeah. a weekend or through the night. Yeah. It, and they're trying, you know, to be professional beer drinkers. It was a great. And I feel like it was it was humbling and reality based because i feel like anybody that did that like even people that drink like if you're trying to kill a keg with five people in a night like dude that's gonna be tough how many beers did they say it is i do not remember how many beers are in a keg but it's a lot man it's 200 plus yeah so yeah that's that's fucking rough man you're drinking like a 40 pack a piece Mm. which isn't (laughs) I mean, that's not crazy, but fuck. I like, think everybody's got to keep pace. and That's pretty crazy, though. 40 beers. Eh, I really like the, the payoff towards the end, <laughs> though, when like they were trying to get him drunk in Germany so he could get back to the place. And I'm by this point... that drunk. Yeah. Well, no, I'm oh, talking he's about... he's not like, that drunk, mate! They're, they, they're trying to get him to remember where they're going, so they just keep feeding him beers, and then... <laughs> Because he's been training for a year, like he's like, I'm not drunk. I th- I thought you were talking about the other part where during yeah. the competition, I do like, like oh, that he's part. not that drunk. But yeah, he's like, oh, yep, still nothing. Then he chugs the gold schlock. <laughs> oh, dude, there's there's so many like plots that are woven through, like very simple plots, very mm-hmm. like one-dimensional plots that are just woven together so well through this movie. Like that whole, they're trying to get good at drinking and then like trying to recruit the full team. Mm-hmm. And you've got, what's his name? Jay's character there that he's shitting pancakes. He's playing ping pong and ding dang. <laughs> Watching him try to do that line in the post credits. I love it every time. It's so good. He keeps Dude, making himself crack. character in general awesome yeah. i just love jay chandradaskar i've he's butchered so that name good. he i but, mean that's way better than what i like candelabra is about probably where i would have went you jay know? candelabra <laughs> and that's a that'd be a fantastic name but who didn't quote the the like hj bj zj well if you gotta ask it's too you can't afford it or whatever <laughs> like so how? many memorable lines i don't know how that, you and then you call... got freaking graham oh. graham and Landfall oh, yeah. dying and we didn't know we, we haven't touched on Cloris Leachman yet, but I did. I wanted to touch on uh, you, you talked about 
one-dimensional characters. And I just want to say, how dare you, sir, in a movie where one of the main characters dies and they replace him with his identical twin we've never heard of before. And he's like, hey, uh, by the way, (laughs) would you guys mind calling me landfill? They're like, no, that'll be easy. Let's do it. Get over here, landfill. uh, So dumb. I fucking loved it. I did not say his brother's name is Gil. Landfill Gill and Sausage Lady. Kevin Heffernan plays. Uh, I did not say one-dimensional characters. Many one-dimensional plots. Oh, fair enough. That's what I meant. Yeah. Still a one The characters plot. are super in-depth. <laughs> I'm a whore. Your grandma's a whore. <laughs> Uh, they keep just introducing the most over-the-top extreme characters too you know yeah you, oh you've got the germans led by jürgen pro prosh now or whatever but you've got those two big old jacked up dudes that i've 100 seen in a movie recently and i, I think can't they're both actually out. german too though yeah and i can't remember where i had just seen them but uh, them being introduced in like that whole espionage scene where somehow they get a a submarine into like <laughs> a, into a lake that's mainland, like I it makes no it. sense. But oh. like, fuck it. Yeah, it's so just dumb, which is what I greatly appreciate about it. It's also uh, I talked about the budget a little bit. What budget they did have. For some reason, they decided to waste on these awful CGI coin shot seeds. <laughs> when he's tossing the coins, dude, that was wild. That CG, and then also all the boot race stuff was CG. Mm. Beautiful. Oh, uh, yeah, dude, when they're sitting there going, blah, 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 yeah, and it is the fakest fucking very It looks ever seen so flat, like, man. Maybe it's, I don't know if it's because I'm a little bit younger and like you were of age to drink for this, but man, being underage for this and being at a party, everybody DOS boot, man. Did you guys have a DOS boot? Everybody like at whatever party or wherever you were, somebody had a boot. Mitch has a boot. I think Mitch still has a boot. Nice. I had a buddy that. Uh, had a boot too. Uh, you know, this makes sense because I'm pretty sure just putting this together, but Mitch's last name is very obviously a very hard German last name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, of course, he would have a boot. I'm, I'm sure he has some Steins as well. Yeah. 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 yeah not surprising. And uh, I was going to say my, my other buddy that has a boot, uh, he's also a very, very German individual. And I've, <laughs> I've, I have drank from his before. And I did. It popped me. I wasn't ready. And it popped That's me in the funny. face at a party, and they knew it was going to happen. They embarrassed me, those bastards. You know what doesn't happen enough anymore at parties is the games, man. Oh, like, the drinking games? Dude, drinking games used to mm-hmm. be the freaking shit, man. Like, you would party to just play drinking games with each other. Like, that was so much fun. Now, okay, it's unfair for me to say this because we're both in our 30s, and if we're at a... A party where you're just partying to play drinking games. Maybe we're at the wrong party. But I don't even hear, like, at work, the younger folks talk about going and partying and playing drinking games. Like, what are y'all missing out on? I think it's because they all just bang each other now. They don't have to do the party bullshit where they meet up. They all have Tinder. They just... What the... F- well, like, hang out with your friends and play drinking games. 
I guess Fucking so. weirdos. Did, Kids, did you guys man. ever make up your own drinking games? Um, we thought we did. Yeah. So there is there is definitely times where we thought we made up like card games. And then oh, okay. we'd go to a party and be like, oh, let's play this card game we just came up with, you know, the other day. But it was very clearly like somebody was drunk and played a game and loved the game and it stuck in their mind somewhere. So when we were making up a game, they just recreated this fucking game that they had played. And so we'd go <laughs> to a house party and we'd be like, yeah, let's play this game. And they're like, that's called up the river, down the river. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's part cheesy, dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> you literally went into my closet and found Parcheesi. You can't just put a shot on each one of the spots. I just played Parcheesi for the first time in 20 years last weekend. Yeah? Yeah. What a random game for you to drop. That is. I don't, I've never played Parcheesi in my life. <laughs> Why the fuck did you just drop that? That's weird. Because it's a funny name. <laughs> it's a great game. And I, I got my ass card game. every single time. <laughs> I thought it was a card game. No, it's a board game. Yeah, it's a really fun I, board game. I got, I got no idea. <laughs> well, how do you play Parcheesi? Enlighten me. What the fuck is Parcheesi? Okay. So, oh man, fucking a. Let's turn this into board game talk. I am here for this drinking Ryan game and board got the game. Biggest talk. boner. <laughs> no, I just, I can't even. I can't stand up. You're gonna see it right on the camera, man. Good thing this isn't live. Uh, so you got a board. You got four, uh, they call it, let's call them homes. And mm-hmm. in those homes, you got four pieces and you got two dice and you're rolling and you've got to roll at least a five or a combination that makes a five to get one of your pieces out of home. If you roll mm-hmm. two dice and you got like a four and a three, you, you don't get out. But if you roll a four and a five, you can get one out. If you roll two fives, you can get two out. And the so you got to go round the board. And if you get all four of them out, and you roll snake eyes, you move 14. The combination of the two top numbers and the two bottom. Um, and then you roll again. Uh, but the whole point is to get your pieces around the board. And uh, once you come around the board, right before your home is a path that leads up to the center. So you go around the board and then you can go up the path to the center. And once you get all four, uh, four pieces into the center of the board, you win. But you can, if you land on a, a space with another person, you send their shit back home and they got to exit home again. And yeah, it's, it's, I mean, the only skill in it is trying to figure out which pieces to move, how many. And, sure. you know, it's all dice rolls. So how much skill is there? But it's a, it's just a fun game. It sounds a, like an adult version of trouble. Uh, It's basically trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Or actually, I'm pretty sure trouble is just Parcheesi, just colorified. Probably and like easier for kids, like because I yeah. don't, I don't remember like you moving or no, do you move multiple pieces? Fuck, it is Parcheesi. It, it's literally Parcheesi. Actually, you know what? Parcheesi is just a shitty trouble because you know what Parcheesi Parcheesi doesn't have a, an automatic bubble popper. Yeah, the little bubble in the center. They go pop 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 pop. And you're sitting there just doing it. You sound like Georgie from It. (laughs) Would you like a balloon? (laughs) I like the popcorn in my teeth, Georgie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Parcheesi. Okay. Uh, I'll just play Trouble, like I said. What was your drinking game of choice? I did enjoy Uh, Quarters. I didn't. And I wasn't there for the invention of it, but I've played it. Uh, I had friends that invented this game called Skillet, where they just traced 
the outline of a skillet from their kitchen onto their kitchen table. And then they drew, they used like a butter top lid and then like a cup and drew smaller concentric circles in there. And so then like the, the bullseye was times three, uh, outside of that was times two outside of that was times one, but then the skillet handle was a times four. Cause it was only in like that one area and it was a long, you know, so, uh, but, and the, the numbers, the represented, you would roll for somebody else, you were battling them. And then whatever dice roll, wherever it landed, you had to do the face of the die times that number as your drinks. So if you got like, if you hit somebody with a five times four, man, they were. Okay. So, but you've got this, these, this drawing on a table. What are you like tossing at it to see? Dice. You, you, you roll a die. Oh, so you roll a die and you're trying to get it to land in the center. And in one of the circles, or like I said, the skillet handle, which was the times four. Sure. So yeah, you're, you're trying okay. to, and you, you know, because it's the randomness of a dice, it's going to jump around on the table. Yeah, it's too, got edges. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind yeah, of fun. That sounds also awesome. It sounds awful that you guys would just draw on tables instead of like using a big piece of paper. But this is again, this is like a college party house type <laughs> situation. So like, this was like like these dudes just woke up and like you'd crack a beer when you hung out and like you're just getting fucked up all day every day. So, yeah. Uh, how'd you feel about Cloris Leachman in this movie? What did we just watch her in? Was she in something else that we watched? Yeah. Cause she was definitely, it was a younger version of her in something. It, it was in like the last year. Was she in like young Frankenstein or something? Yeah, but we didn't watch young Frankenstein. Okay, well, I watched that with Dave, I think, on Cape Podcasters at one point. Okay. But we definitely watched something hmm. that had Cloris Leachman in it because whoever, maybe it was you, you mentioned that she's in Beer Fest. Yeah, that, or I'm just misremembering and I'm thinking of that episode of Young Frankenstein. But that maybe. was like two years ago I recorded that. So that makes huh. no sense. Time's a Cloris flat Leachman. circle. Yeah, it is a flat circle. And Cloris Leachman brings out the worst in us. Oh, or the best i know man i love if, if i were to see a little old lady come into work tomorrow handling a sausage like that i'm taking a bathroom break dude <laughs> <laughs> especially when she's slapping it dude she's like and then so it's like rolling it between oh man yeah, like he like grabs you gotta warm it up for you oh i've seen her yeah. i thought i swore it must have been one of those things with like and i need i didn't do it before this episode but I think this was one of those situations where, like, they had scenes in the trailer that weren't in the movie. Because I swear I remember her, like, slapping the sausage on her face, too. Oh, she definitely does that. But she did, did in the did movie. Did that happen in the movie? Mm-mm. Man. She does, what did I she does the warming it up, and then she strokes oh, it, and then she does the flop. She, maybe she didn't slap it on her face. Because I definitely remember her going like this and then, uh -huh. like, slapping it in her hands. Yep. Maybe I'm misremembering, like, the hands for her face. That's Maybe I, I just too. wanted her to hit herself in the face with it. I Like I said, if I was even smarter, I would have watched the trailer before we recorded. Because I think it's just one of those situations where they... And you... I see that a lot in comedy movies, especially. They put different jokes in the trailer. Because if you see the same jokes in the... Th you've already seen the joke, so it's not, not funny. Gonna laugh. Yeah, so yeah. that's pretty common to do. But I, I don't know uh, why that, that part always stuck out to me. And did I just imagine it? But you remember it too. Yeah, but again, I think it's my mind playing tricks on I, me. I, did, I never saw the I never saw a commercial for this. 
Is it a Berenstein Bears situation? That's probably exactly what it is. Yo, she's still alive and kicking? Oh, no, she died. No, I was going to say, yeah, Cloris Leachman just passed away. Okay. Um, What was I going to say? Yeah. Okay, so we just recently talked about how many people you think, yo. Oh, man. Never mind. I'll tell you after the show. It doesn't matter. Um, But we just talked about recently about how many people you think stuck their dick in a VHS player. How many people cranked? How many people cranked down to Cloris Leachman from this movie? From this movie, I, yeah. I'm sure there are some, for, but fuck, I don't want to know them. <laughs> Would you rather know somebody to stick their dick in a VHS or or beat Ooh. it to Cloris Leachman and the great Gam Gam in this movie? That's the thing. Like, probably the VHS tape, man. I don't know. It's going to be weird. P- young dudes that are into old chicks, I don't get it. I know that they exist, but I it's... Like old, like gilfs? Yes, like what Harold and Maude. You know that movie from the 70s? No. It's about that exact situation. I think it's like a 19-year-old kid that falls in love with his 75-year-old widow. And it was... Wait, what? It's this weird movie from the 70s, but... Okay, don't get me wrong. Okay, real question. Actually, I can't ask you this. I'll answer this. Real. (laughs) (laughs) I'll answer it, too. (laughs) You got a wifey. (laughs) Oh, I see. I, I would absolutely shack up with it like a lady on her deathbed if she's yeah. absolutely loaded oh fuck yeah dude to get that money i don't give a fuck <laughs> it's real anna nicole smith of you shawnee <laughs> dude i was just talking i was just talking about her the other day and i was like man why'd she get a bad rap that's brilliant dude, you could absolutely very easily be a himbo sean you should do dude. it and just fucking get set dog dude you could if you do it right you could do it like multiple times. You could marry multiple <laughs> old ladies and get their fortunes. Yo. It's, oh it wouldn't be hard. God. Also, no. I, I hope you appreciate the word himbo. No, that was delightful. I yeah. hope everybody listening appreciated it the first time before you explained it. But uh, I think you could absolutely that, that was do delightful. that. It's, uh, and I wouldn't have a crippling drug problem like she did, so I'd actually live to enjoy it. Yeah, right? Yeah. You wouldn't have reality TV show stresses. Exactly. I wouldn't have any stresses. No, Dude, man. could you imagine Ooh. me with like a million, like $10 million? Could you imagine See, that? I'd be the happiest man in the world. And that's the thing. You don't go like Anna Nicole Smith. She went for like the billionaire old dude. You don't. You, that's too. No, man. Get you a couple of like upper middle class couple multimillionaire ladies that like, you know, yeah, they're well off in their community, but nobody knows who the fuck they are. Dude, I so we were talking about remember when the Powerball was like huge a couple months ago? That was like and somebody won it at the weekend of the yard games. And we were all sitting there. We all got like a power you know, I never do this, but it's like Sure, I, I get it. You know, statistically someone's gonna win it eventually. So we all spent like ten dollars and got tickets and we we're all sitting there talking and like everybody's like, Yeah, everybody I know would get like a nice half million, million. I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, man, like what was it like 200 million or 250 billion or whatever the fuck it was it was an extraordinary amount of money i'm like man i'd give like half of that away who needs all of that like (laughs) i also i would absolutely be one of those people that like either hires a lawyer to accept the money in my place or yeah there there's other places that like you can't do that shit and i saw a dude that like 
showed up to the press conference and like signed everything in like uh, a ghost face scream mask and like he there's, wore gloves. That was so, recent. There's yeah. no way you get there's no way that was real. No, it was real, dude. That was how are you getting away with that? What do you there's mean? No way. Like, so like they know who he is, but like they oh, have Oh, for the acceptance thing? Yeah. And so like he just shows up and like he'll prove himself, but when he goes out to do their whole spiel with the cameras and everything, he's like, I don't I'm I don't want people to know who I am. And I don't yeah. blame him, dude. That's the exact way I would Same. do it. Not Same. a fucking like, person I, would ever know. I like everybody that I knew would know because mm-hmm. they're getting money. They're they're getting set. If you want to continue working, that's fine. Like I would still probably continue working because I'd go insane if I didn't. But like I would them, do the but same. I don't need I don't need everybody knowing. Or like ninety percent of anybody knowing. See, this is crazy because I my mind right I, I've thought in depth about all of these things. Like I would also hook up all of my friends and family, but I would do it like yeah. via anonymous donations. Like they would have no idea it came from me. They'd just get like a check for a half a million dollars one day and then be like, What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, or it's I, other ways you can do it is just like put it into investments for somebody, uh-huh. you know. I don't know. There's all kinds of smart things, things that will never happen because I will never win the lottery. You might, unless eh. you just never play. Because every I don't now and play again, very often. Every couple of weeks, I'll bring like when I'm doing laundry on like a Saturday morning, I'll bring like two bucks and get a Powerball ticket. Sure, because because who knows, dude? If I if I won that, even like five mil, four million dollars. Dude, that's life changing. I'm absolutely like a lot of people say yeah. it's not, but it really is. Oh, for sure, dude. A million dollars is life changing. If I had a million dollars right now, I could, I could absolutely retire off of. I wouldn't like you. Even if I won big, I would still probably go to work because number one, yeah, I got a pretty sweet schedule, anyways. And it's like, eh, why the fuck not, dude? What a, I mean, yeah. or shit. Who am I kidding? I'd probably play golf every fucking day all day. <laughs> I love to say, like, man, I would still work, but I would I would switch it to a way less stressful. Oh, like, yeah. I'm working remote all the time. Like, keep me on retainer. If you need anything, call me. Like, any problems you need solved. I'll be a, a Walmart greeter while I got 250 mil in the bank and just show up and be like, hey, you need a buggy? Dude, that is incredible. You guys I wish you buggy. didn't cut your hair because you would look so much more the part. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah. Dude, when you had the long hair, if you did that, that'd be awesome. <sighs> Those days. Grow it back out. No, I don't. might. It's weird. It's weird. I, it looks so good now. Like, I can't imagine you with long thank hair. Thank you, buddy. Again. Thank you. It's, it's what, like, another thing I've noticed uh, watching a lot of wrestling is that a lot of dudes have long hair in wrestling. Yeah. And I think I know why, Shawnee. This is just a complete guess from my part. I think because. It makes cells look even better. It makes what look se- look even better? Selling, like when they get hit. Oh, in the yes, mm-hmm. dude. Mm-hmm. It, it, the hair's it, flying all it over. It sells the cell even more. Yep, and it can and it hide also, a lot like, too. It helps cover like mm-hmm. part of the face, so you don't have to see a connection. Exactly, you know. You can You're do right. that, and they can probably, you know, it probably helps to communicate too. You know, you you bend over, get the hair over the face. You're like, all right gonna throw you the ropes do the hop yep. leap i'll throw you up and then that's when they do it so it's it's brilliant and it it works so it's just it's i'm picking things up shawnee man 
I love the fact that you're watching a show every now and again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm checking things out, dude. And I'm your watching- name that says one night only in the wrestling chat is three weeks, four weeks old. and you know, is, Oh, is that my nickname? Is one night only? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Like multiple day, multiple times a day, one night only has reacted to your post. <laughs> ah. That's great. Ah, well, it pops me every time. That's. Uh, I was going to tell you too. I really, I've enjoyed this uh, parts fun known that you turned me on to. I've watched yes! a lot of them. Uh, a big selling point. I don't know if you did mention it, and I didn't hear, or if you didn't mention it, but they're British. Adam. Oh yeah, love that. There's another oh, yeah. dude. Uh, it's one of the what culture wrestling. He's a big bald British guy, but I like that yeah, guy Simon? a lot too. Probably. What's his name? Yeah, Simon. It's Simon something. Oh, it is Simon. Yeah. Yep. I like that guy. I know exactly who you're talking about. I like him a lot. He's very He's positive. very funny. He's, He's very, very animated. Yes, very animated, very funny. He gets it. He loves it. I and that makes me love it. So I think he actually did like some wrestling. Though, I think he over has, at, yeah. Like WCPW or whatever in England, which a couple of the folks on the um parts fun known. Also did. I pre- I like that you got into those. They're a lot of fun. I just well, I, love lists. I do too. Uh, give me a good listicle. And uh, yeah. it's entertaining. Yeah. And then, dude, what's awesome too is that, holy shit, there is so much wrestling lore. And I'm a yeah. lore guy, dude. I love that shit. That's what I'm... Yeah. I, I've also, I've kind of got, again, because of algorithm shit, I got turned on to Kevin Nash's podcast. And it's... Dude, I love listening to that for the same reason I love uh, a good comedian's podcast because I want those behind-the-scenes stories from the dudes that yes. lived it. He was talking about him, Scott Hall, and I believe Bam Bam Bigelow getting into it with some uh, Mexican gangsters at a grocery store. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. That was a good story. There's a lot of stories like that or at airports. Mm-hmm. Any story where you see the word Mexico... Okay. Like attached to it at all. Read that. Listen to that. So WWE used to go to Mexico a lot? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. but I mean, not a lot, but there was, there's, was it, you know, it's tours, you know, Mexico tour. I was going to ask. UK tour. Was it similar to like the, uh, what is the one that they, is it Abu Dhabi? Um, or the UAE, the UAE shows. Yeah. They're going to the, the their Saudi shows. Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah uh, or as other people call them, the blood money shows. Of course, yes. Um, well, well understood. Yeah, and they're usually uh, really terrible matches. Oh, they're like, yeah, really bad. Because okay, so the thing is, is you know that joke in Euro Trip where they go to Kazakhstan or wherever the fuck they end up in, and they're like, "Oh, Miami Vice number one hit new show." Yeah, and like the joke is that is that Miami Vice has been off the air for fifteen years, and they get just now everything super late. Yeah. So one of the stories is is they they're so out of touch with everything that's going on. They just love the idea of wrestling. And I don't know if like there was just a blank spot for wrestling for a long time there, but they requested like Yokozuna and Hulk Hogan to come perform <laughs> like four years ago for one of the shows, not knowing Yokozuna's <laughs> been, been dead, dead. for like, twenty years. Yeah. You know? So it's like the funny shit like that, but that's just you know, they've got all the money and they ask for shows. And so they set up like a four show a year thing. So it's not like a tour. It's just actually like at this point, mandatory shows that they do, mm-hmm. which is wild. And, uh, you know, I'm not shocked that Vince McMahon is a whore for money. He's a whore for 
<laughs> Everything, huh? <laughs> uh, to oh, be man. to be rich and powerful, dude. And to use like it people for bad, are winning like the lottery. Else. Yeah, people are winning the lottery and winning less money than what Vince McMahon paid people to blow him. Mm-hmm. Right? How insane is that? He spent like twenty million dollars for I'll a bunch of people jobs, to blow dude. him. Blow? He didn't even yeah. get the full fucking thing. Actually, I don't know if he didn't get the full. I'm sure he did. Thing. I'm sure he, he, did. he probably did. But here's the, the joke: it, is blowjobs. What's even worse though is that fucking Robert Kraft, the dude that owns the Patriots, he was getting jerked off in massage parlors, and it's like, dude, you own the fucking Patriots. But that's his kink, man. Like, <sighs> yeah, like what? Could you imagine being like a billionaire and your biggest kink and joy in life was getting jerked off in a massage parlor, and now you can't do it because you're rich? But that's the thing. You could do it. You could hire. But then it's not real. I get, but I. It's not the real thing, uh, man. He's got a kink for lowly massage, like seedy and seedy side streets. Yeah. He wants to go in there where nobody knows him or they all know him, but they pretend not to. Man. And they give him a good old tug tug. <laughs> the old tug tug. Here's the thing I'm most shocked at, Sean, is that uh, a rich old white dude is a total fucking degenerate. <laughs> <laughs> shocked oh, about man. that I, I just realized i was spraying a, a c- thing of condensed air and it picked up on the mic for like the last <laughs> 15 seconds so so sorry everybody deal with that that's you're i don't know i can't even make a joke i'm not on it sean yeah that's fine that is fine i was called nimble witted recently and By i was like who? wow uh actually I'll beat him up for I you. I was going to make a joke, but it's rude. But somebody at work. And I was like, wow, that feels insulting, but also not at the same time. And they go, no, that means you're like smart and really quick on your feet. You're clever. You're nimble like a cat. You're mm-hmm. oh, you're on it. I was like, oh, well, I didn't expect to be called that today. But thank you, I guess. Uh, I believe man. it. Although I still want to be it's- angry about it because when you first said it, I don't know why yes. I heard stumble witted. Like yeah, yeah. And most people Nimble would say quick witted. Yeah, but the, she wanted to be clever coming up with it. I guess. Which would be a first for her. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking <laughs> got him, eh. Uh, Shawnee. Eh. Which fest. is your favorite character in this movie? Since That's what we I was didn't gonna... talk about this movie yeah. like at all. <laughs> I mean. If it wasn't for the fact that he jerked off frogs, I enjoyed Fink. Oh, he was great. Dude, getting the green splooge on his face was hilarious. And then he licks it. <laughs> Tries it a bit from the frog's gonads. See that part? There's, It's weird. This movie, like, and I get it is Broken Lizard, but it's like, it was enjoyable to watch. Like, I enjoyed the main story. And then yeah. there's just, like, all these... <sighs> weird like juvenile things that took me out of it a lot okay which is weird but for the most like i was really because i haven't seen this movie for a long time and i was digging like watching the flick i was like let's go what are we doing here it's good stuff yeah but then you have like a gratuitous amount of tit shots in this flick so many so many so many and maybe, you know what, taking it back, I, I would have been okay with it had they balanced it out and had Cloris Leachman show the girls. Okay. You know okay. what? Okay. I, 
you know what? If you're gonna spend the budget, spend some money on people showing their goods, right? Cut back a little bit and have. You know what? I'm here for that. Then you know how many people would have jerked off to her in this movie? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> she better be showing them go. Them, <laughs> why did you almost say gonads? Show them babies and stroke a sausage. She's uh. Cloris Leachman after this movie was the new Shannon Elizabeth. <laughs> she got she got the cover of Playboy and Maxim. Oh man. That's hilarious. Uh what was your favorite scene in this movie? This time on the rewatch, it was so fucking stupid, but I loved it. Is when Landfill falls in the beer. And as a last-ditch effort to save himself, he starts trying to chug the beer, and it actually starts to, like, spiral out. And I love that they do a hard cut to, like, make you think that he's he got out, and then when they pan over and he's just dead floating in it. Ah, what a great little combination of scenes. But I really like... Dude, you just see his mouth going like this, and it... Oh. Perfect. It was it was really good. What about you, Shani? What's uh, who's your favorite character slash favorite scene? I'll start with favorite scene because it actually follows right off after you. My favorite scene of this whole movie is Landfill's whole funeral <laughs> scene. Like that is easily my favorite part of it. Everybody's reaction and Fink just beating on his chest and oh. like. Yeah, the, the fact that every rose has a thorn is playing in the background <laughs> is my favorite part of this entire movie. Yeah, and they get on this big ass tandem bike and like they're all crying like after they party and cry because oh, yeah. for him and oh but, dude that whole scene is just will live rent free in my like it doesn't even have to live rent free. I wouldn't even charge for it to just stay in my head. You know, you know, bum a spot. That's fine. I would pay it to stay in there. Absolutely. Move like, in. Hang out. Oh, I fucking love that scene. But it, I, I'm glad you brought up the tandem bike because that's another th- through joke that keeps reappearing throughout the movie. And I love it every time, especially at the last time when like uh, Rabbit, that's all I can remember him as, is leaving in a huff and like he's trying to stand this fucking bike up while he's leaving (laughs) angrily and then he gets on it by himself and rides the tandem bike oh yep so good uh who is his character oh todd his name is todd yeah yeah. so basic still still hunsky um and my favorite character it's got to be barry jay chandelier or candelabra (laughs) chandel draskar uh I'm not even trying to be rude at this point. I'm just trying to, off the top of my head, read this. But Barry in this movie is so awesome from when you see him hoeing underneath the bridge. <laughs> and he's like, his friends pull up and he clearly, like, he recognizes them and he still tries to sell himself. So, and my- then he's fighting off the other hooker. <laughs> like, to, like, when he gets drunk and he sleeps with the chick and he thinks she's somewhere else, one else. And- uh, Monique. That whole scene is, oh, dude, everything about it. His character arc is so awesome in this movie. Monique He's my is favorite. My least favorite character in this movie. That's fair. I don't like Monique is... at all. Either version? No, any version. I don't find <laughs> Monique funny. I never did. Like, I don't know. It's just, she's not my cup of tea. Uh, she's She was in some awful TV show forever that I hated. 
when it would come on. I've just never liked her. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, she played Sherry. Monique. Okay, I thought you were saying her name, and for some reason I couldn't remember her name was Sherry. Uh, but yeah, actually looking at her again, yeah, it's I remember her in here. What else was she in? She's been a lot. Like I said, she's on that TV show. She was in Precious. She won an Oscar for Precious, I believe. Um, Are you thinking of the classic Soul Plane? She's definitely in Soul Plane. Somebody recommended that for Stoner Movie September, and I thought about it. I brought it. it up. Was it you? Okay. Yeah, it was me. I brought it up. Don't, no, no, no. Don't, like, don't commit to that, please. Oh, I'm not, but. Uh, I've seen that once, and I don't need to see it again. <laughs> it is an awful movie that I can't believe exists and was released in theaters. The fact that it was released in theaters yeah. is the shocking part. If it was really made now, it would go straight to DVD. Like, oh, shit, that... Why did this just, but there's this awful, awful movie starring Big Boy from Outcast, and it's about golf. What? He tries to show up to the caddy shack or to the, uh, the country club and they won't let him play because he's, he's got like a, it's, it's just basically caddy shack, I think, except with Big Boy from Outcast. Are you looking at that? That sounds awful. Uh, no, I'm looking up something else. I was hoping you were looking it up because now I kind of want to watch this movie again. It is really terrible. Yeah, honestly, I don't know enough about the movie to make a quick Google search. I was searching for something for my rating for the movie. Who's your caddy is the name of it. Who's your caddy? Who's your caddy? Really? It's got it's a ripoff of who's your daddy. Mm -hmm. It's got. Well, no, it's not a ripoff of it. It's because see, Sean, it's rappers in a golf setting so uh terry cruz is jeffrey jones is in it i'm fucking sold it's oh never mind andy milanakis is in it i'm oh, immediately he's out. also in waiting oh i forgot about that he's the Andy milanakis is the fucking worst man. Is it th- i like andy milanakis i always did i loved the cringe humor of the andy milanakis show i get why you would hate him that's not but i i like him Yo, did you see its IMDb rating when you just typed that in? Oh, yeah, it's one star. It's terrible. Yeah, but out of 10, how how many is it? Oh, I only see the five. Oh, 2.2 out of 10. Yeah, yeah. real bad. It is a dude. It is a bad fucking movie. But wow. 74. I mean, honestly, I kind of want to watch it. it. Yeah, we sh- I would watch it just because I remember it being so bad. And that's got to be. Bad movies yeah, are always. Is fun. there still another? There's still another week of Stoner movie. Did we s- decide another movie? I, that's what I was looking for. I had it written down somewhere. I thought, but I don't see it right now. I, I definitely know we talked about it throughout the entire episode last last week. Yeah, but, but I, can't, I can't remember for the love of anything. I can't either, man. Decided. I know I've got it written down somewhere. I'll find it and we'll talk about it off air. But yeah, if you can't find it, let's just watch Who's Your Caddy because <laughs> I imagine. I wouldn't enjoy this movie sober. <laughs> oh man, but see, which by definition makes it a stoner movie. <laughs> I, you're, you're right. All right, all right. You heard it here first, folks. We're covering who's your caddy. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd I do this? Oh fuck. Okay. <laughs> oh man, what I love too. Ah, I love that we're. Get- I'm actually really excited about this because man, this is gonna be bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I might. See, see what happens when we talk about something that's good we don't even talk about the fucking movie yeah. 
I'm, I might take notes for the first time in forever. Oh, no. Oh. Let's go. Let's do something, boy. Buddy! Yo, let's fucking go. Oh, speaking of, uh, this is the third week of Stoner Movie September, which we've mentioned it off air, but I do have to bring up that we're knocking on the door of Brooks-tober. Yeah, we are. And so uh, we need to get a group check going with Brooks at some point and figure out what each of us are going to pick for this year. I feel like I just picked a movie for this, too, and I can't remember what it was. I know. I kind of feel like I did, too, but I don't Fuck. remember. Fuck. Listeners. So. Tell Reach us. out. Man. Because I'm not re-listening to it. Dude, there are so many fire trucks I see outside it my house right yeah. now. Yeah. I'm just happy Dude. their sirens aren't on. There's literally like three of them lined up in front of my house. Shawnee boy. There's definitely a fire. <laughs> Hopefully it's not your place. Probably right next door, dude. <laughs> the crack, dude. The crackheads are burning down the house. That's what. That's what'll happen. That'd be wild. Johnny well, boy, I got a question for uh, you. Just in case there is a fire, let's get to the end. Yeah, that's what I, I got a question for you, buddy. Uh, if right, you were hey. really hammered, yeah, and you were in Germany during okay. Oktoberfest, and on a table in front of you were lined up. Ten boots filled okay. with beer. How many of those boots could you drink to represent your love of this movie? <laughs> How many could I? I could drink ten. Yeah. Actually, after a year, I don't know if I could. And this but is hypothetical. If I stopped drinking, yeah. I definitely could, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, nostalgically, I would drink... Nostalgically, I drink 10, but realistically now, I i mean, I love this movie, but realistically, I drink eight for this movie. Okay. Yeah, I think that's I think that's fair. It's just I nostalgia really does have its shades over my eyes for this movie, mm-hmm. especially with a lot of things that you mentioned, like a lot of the super lowbrow stuff. But for every lowbrow thing is another thing that just makes me cackle mm-hmm. with laughter, like some stupid scene inside of a brewery that they now own for no fucking reason outside <laughs> of their grant, their pappy dying. And there's a fucking doll that won't shut up. And also has a, a beer recipe bobo. that the grandfather bobo. never used, even though he owns a brewery slash restaurant. Yeah. Hmm. It is weird. Yeah. The, Von Wolfenhausen or whatever. Um, Von Wolfenhausen. I mean, it's just... If you somehow have never seen this movie... Like, seriously, if, you, if you're if you a listener that has somehow never seen this movie and you can find a way to stream it, don't not stream it. Mm-hmm. Like, watch it. If you want to just get stoned and sit back and laugh for an hour and a half, two hours, fucking do it. This is a great movie to... Do exactly that. But realistically, I think it's like an 8 out of 10. Kyle, if you were a keg, Mm -hmm. and inside of you, there was... You you were a half a barrel. Sure. Because I, for some reason, can't find an entire keg. But uh, actually, let's go with a full barrel, because I can do simple math. You are a keg. You're a full barrel keg. And inside of you is 248 pints of beer. Okay. Out of that 248 pints of beer, how many pints of beer 
would you consume to show how much you enjoyed this movie? Hmm. All right. Let me do some quick math. <laughs> Update. The trucks have moved down about four houses, so apparently they couldn't figure out which house was on fire. <laughs> I saw that. Uh, wait a minute. So the question is how many beers I would would be drank from me to represent the score of the movie? Right? Yeah. So if you drank 248 pints, you were saying that you enjoyed the ever-living shit out of that movie. Gotcha. If you only drank 230, you liked it a lot, but it's not perfect. I got you now. Okay. It's like a 0 to 10, Kyle. (laughs) Let me do... It'd be hilarious if I just flip-flopped this and, like, you had to say you only drank two pints. (laughs) I would say somewhere around... One hundred and wait, one hundred and twenty <laughs> beers. What is representative of six out of ten? Six six out of ten. Well, two forty eight divided by two is going to be a hundred and twenty four. Yeah. Wait, are you drinking little twelve ounces, or are you doing the sixteen ounces? I mean, I'm doing boots. So 60 is probably going to be, I don't know, close to like 140 pints. Okay. Oh, yeah. 140 pints. 150. Let's, I, so I was getting like 10-ish. 180 pints. 180 pints. 180? Okay. That's fair. Uh, that's fair. I mean, that's a lot. That is a that's lot, a lot. There's still some left in the keg, but you drank a lot. Yeah. I, that was my... Like I said... I really actually enjoyed watching this movie. I was surprised at how many times during it I did actually laugh out loud. Wasn't <laughs> expecting to. I thought I'd get some chuckles here and there. I had some really good laughs for with this movie. And I really enjoyed where we were going. I remembered a lot of the beats, but yep. uh it was still enjoyable. There's a lot of I had forgot like I forgot that he drinks the the beer vat that he falls into. Totally forgot about that part. And it was like one Makes of the funniest things. I'd, yeah. One of the funniest parts of the whole movie for me. So that was great. Um, even at, I think this movie's like two hours. I didn't really feel it was long. It it kept going. It was interesting. It was tightly paced. They, they cram a whole year in. Well done overall. It is very shocking when you actually look at the runtime and you realize that it's like an hour and 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like a hundred because it doesn't feel that it's 127 minutes, I believe. Wait, what? That's what I thought. 127? That's only an hour and a half. Is it? Yeah. Oh, you're right. Oh, 127. No, no that's two. that's two hours and 90. Seven minutes. Yeah. So what, what the fuck was I just thinking? I don't know. I don't know. That <laughs> seltzer, man. Also, seltzer. oh, fair speaking of that seltzer, uh, in case anybody wants to get upset uh the the ending tag in this movie they they meet up with willie nelson to go to pot fest which never came to fruition which no matter what even no matter what uh what definition of stoner movie september you want to abide by guess what it's not your show but second of all that's right they reference it and they talk about pot fest like well he also does do what do you call the knockouts 
Yeah, the strikeouts. Strikeouts, yeah. And I mean he's yeah, doing yeah. he's doing real pot in that scene, so Yeah. Also I felt Nailed like it. the oldest person alive. He's doing real pot. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you see it's he's corrupt- doing the drugs. He's corrupting kids. He's doing real pot. Okay. Oh, and dude, a hundred percent. I know I actually know people who smoked weed for the first time because of that scene in this movie. Wow. Okay. Oh, because they, then they could do it too. Because to do a strikeout. They had to do a strikeout. It was the first time they had ever smoked and they did it to do a strikeout. That's terrible, man. Because you're going to, dude, the one thing I remember is uh, green outs, dude. When you mix booze and pot, I would get the spins and get dizzy. Dude, this is the, I think the only movie that I've ever seen that I've seen somebody else try weed for the first time. Damn. This uh, is the only movie ever in my life. I corrupted That's my fair share of people with fear and loathing in Las Vegas and marijuana. Okay. What a that bad. movie sucked. How dare you? <laughs> it's one of my favorite <laughs> movies of all time, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I can't remember what I said about it for the show, but thinking back, I'm like, that movie sucked. <laughs> one of the gr- Here's the... I get that too, though, because Terry Gilliam is like, dude, he's a wild, he's a weird ass filmmaker, and I don't like all of his shit. He he has this movie called The Fisher King with Robin Williams, which most people adore. I fuck, I hated it. I thought it was the biggest piece of shit I'd sat through. <laughs> and some people wanted to crucify me for that feeling, but that's fair too. Oh man, oh I know what we got to do eventually because we promised them the lighthouse. <laughs> Talking about movies that suck. Oh yeah, we will get to the no. lighthouse. We we could get to that and. November. November. Yeah, we can get to that in November. November will be a weird catch-all month where we do whatever the fuck we want because then we got to go right back into another theme month with Action Movie December, baby. I think I've already got my action movie picked out this year, I think. Let's fucking go. I got to sit down and figure out a... a I got to figure out my Burkstober pick. Yeah, I do too. I can't can't for the life of me remember what it was. Maybe it was Gremlins. I think this year... Is your uh, year to pick the game too? Because Brooks picked last year and he picked the what? What the phantasm? Phasmophobia. Phasmophobia, which I did enjoy a lot. Um, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. So, but I think it's I'll your year to pick the horror game that we play. So, think on that one too. Okay. So sounds good. Mm-hmm. But on that man, that- as we all know, with my ADD, I'm gonna have to start playing it now if I. <laughs> Want to make any fucking dent on it. Yep, so let me know what you get so I can start it too, buddy, because I've got to squeeze it in between Destiny. All right. But uh, Uh, yeah. other than that, Paolo, man, this was actually, damn, an hour and a half? Look at us go. And we talked about the movie for an entire seven of that. No, we we actually (laughs) did do a fair amount of movie talk on this one. Dude, I'm not even razzing on it. This was a really fun conversation. That was a good talk. I enjoyed every bit of this, Shawnee. I love you, pal. Yeah, I love you too, man. I love you listeners. I was going to say, the only bad part about having you on the show now, Sean, is that you bring out all the positivity in me, because I was going to say the same thing. I love you listeners. Thanks, guys. You guys are the fucking best, for real. Hell yeah. See, this is this is why I'm on TV. Yeah, I was on wrestling the other night. If you watched, that was me. You saw me twice. It's my positivity. People see me having fun, and they're like, let me get that guy. It's also because I'm a sexy beast. That is- and on that note, Kyle. What do you think these folks could go do? Uh, they can go chug themselves. Mm. Mm.